What is up, my friends? It's your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily Boston Bruins podcast where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Tuesday, January 5th, and on the podcast today, we're going to recap the first day of training camp for our Boston Bruins and take a look at the big storylines and what we learned from the first on-ice sessions for this team in quite some time with some new players in the mix and with some players conspicuously gone from this team as well. Before we get into that, let me remind you that you can follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Boston Bruins. We're also on Instagram at LockedOnBostonBruins. You can find me, your host, at Ian C. McLaren on both platforms. The podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Pocket Casts, wherever you get your podcasts. Please do hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Each new episode automatically uploaded to your feed when it drops for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also toss up a star rating and even a review, that would be so very much appreciated. Now there's quite a bit to cover here this morning, so let's just get right into it, shall we? What did we learn from the first day of Boston Bruins training camp? And we'll begin on the top line where Brad Marchand had surgery over the the I guess it was the fall in the offseason to rectify a nagging abdominal injury. Marchand did play in all 70 regular season games last year despite the injury and he recorded a 30 goal season when the campaign was cut short due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic but he admitted that the injury kept him limited in terms of his abilities on the ice last season if you can believe it he says a lot of times I was taking time off in the bubble I didn't really practice I needed time to recover because I was in a lot of pain and it bugged me every single day it was a really easy decision to do it that referring to having the off-season surgery I was going to do it regardless of what happened with this season and having four or five months off in the fall, worked out really well, all things considered. The last thing anybody wants, he said, is to have a surgery that's going to take four months to recover. Seeing the difference in how I feel on the ice and what's holding me back is night and day, or what was holding me back, rather. I'm anxious to be 100% and get out there and play some games again. He did have the sports hernia surgery on September 14th, given a four-month recovery timetable, which lines up exactly with opening night against the New Jersey Devils next week on January 14th. He said, I plan to be ready. That's what we're shooting for. We don't want to miss a game. Every game, especially with a shortened season, is so important. But for me, today was the first time I was able to skate with the guys for an extended period of time. It was a pretty good workload compared to what I've had. Marshawn's center, Patrice Bergeron, has played alongside him for quite some time, and he said he was very impressed with how Marshan looked on the first day of training camp. Marshan did wear a non-contact jersey, I should note. Bergeron said he's so competitive. He's one of those guys that it doesn't matter if he's feeling 80%. He always brings everything he's got, and it's pretty seamless. It's pretty scary, actually, Bergeron added, looking forward to what he's going to do when fully healthy. Now, the third member of that line will not be in the lineup to begin the season. 
And that, of course, is David Pasternak. Pasternak is recovering from offseason surgery of his own. And the player who was given the initial shot on the top line in training camp was youngster Jack Stadnika. Head coach Bruce Cassidy said he'll be competing for a place in the lineup. He's more of a natural centerman. We're pretty healthy and strong down the middle with Bergeron, Krejci, Coyle, Sean Corrali. So he may have to start the year with us or his career, which he did a little last year on the wing at times. That's where it's going. We're going to mix him around. We've also used Anders Bjork there at times. So Jack Stanika, first day of training camp, skating with Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron on the top line with an opportunity to claim that spot in the absence of David Pasternak to begin the season. Bergeron said that even last year in the playoff bubble, he was really impressed with Stadnika's development from training camp last year to training camp in the bubble. Stadnika, of course, excelled at the AHL level in the meantime. The jump he's made over that time was amazing to see, and to now he hasn't missed a beat. Bergeron added he looks good, seems like one of those players that is very smart and positions himself well on the ice. I don't think moving to the right side is an issue for him. I think he understands the game enough to do that switch. So that's really encouraging to see. And yeah, it looks like Stadnika, at least to begin camp, will be given that assignment. If he can hold on to it and actually claim it for opening night, it remains to be seen. And it should be noted that Craig Smith, who was a newly signed right winger, looked very good in the first day of camp as well. Um, Ty Anderson of 98.5, the sports hub, wrote, I think the Bruins are cooking up something that has real potential on line three with Craig Smith riding to the right of Charlie Coyle. Watching Smith up close for the first time Monday, his shot sticks out and same for his pace. Um, he thinks of him as a Michael Ryder-esque player who simply has a wicked shot and knows where to be to create offense for his team. This is exactly what Coyle, who is a puck possession monster, needs to open things up. He just needs a winger who's not afraid to shoot the puck, as you had too many nights last season where Coyle was asked to do just about everything. The Bruins are going to do their best to keep Smith and Coyle throughout camp and into the season, as Cassidy wants to avoid playing Smith with everybody, but developing chemistry with no one. So that kind of lends to the fact that a guy like Stanika will be given every opportunity to claim that spot on the top line as uh, Cassidy wants to develop chemistry with Krejci and Kasha on the second line, as well as Coyle and Smith on the third line. And then when Pasternak comes back, if Stanika thrives in this opportunity then obviously that will be kind of a good problem to have now it should be noted that Nick Ritchie looks to be the player to get an extended look as the left winger on that line rather than Anders Bjork so we'll see where Bjork fits into things as well uh, once you know, right now they're playing in two groups at the moment or skating in two groups. So we're not getting a real sense of what the group will look like as a whole. Uh, but right now it looks like Richie, Coyle, Smith, and then Marchand, Bergeron, uh, Stadnika, sorry. And then, of course, DeBrusque, Krejci, 
Kasha as the second line, and we'll see how things shake out in terms of the rest of the opening night roster as well as the taxi squad as we continue here through uh, training camp. Before we take a look at what was going on on the blue line, allow me to talk for a moment about betonline.ag. With the NFL playoffs coming up this week, the NHL regular season around the corner, there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust, and that's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. You can visit our good friends and exclusive partner at betonline underscore AG to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use that promo code for your sign-up bonus. Hashtag betonline. Speaking of Bet Online, we have an exciting new podcast here on the Locked On Network, and that's Locked On Bets. Betting on the NHL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks and quick-hitting advice to make the smartest possible wagers. Subscribe to Locked On Bets, brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. Now, it was, of course, a very different kind of training camp for the Boston Bruins, seeing as, for the first time since 2006, Zdeno Chara was not on the ice as the captain of the Boston Bruins. He, of course, had signed with the Washington Capitals and will be in attendance at their camp after he passes through the quarantine protocols. Tori Krug was also absent after having signed with the St. Louis Blues back in October. Charlie McAvoy is now the de facto number one defenseman on this team. He came out and admitted that it was really different. It's different not having Z around. First day seeing that, he just said over and over, it's different, it's different. And Chara, of course, was a very big influence on McAvoy, both on and off the ice. And hopefully that experience will, of course, serve McAvoy well as he takes over leadership of the blue line as the top player on defense for the Boston Bruins. Bruce Cassidy said, The message today was, it's back to work. We don't have a lot of time. Let's get back to work and get our work done. That was it. We have a group that knows how to work. The culture's been ingrained by our former captain, Zdeno Chara. He did a great job with that. Some guys that have been here a long time will have to continue to preach that, and that is the message. Patrice Bergeron, who is set to become the next captain of our Boston Bruins, said the same thing. Definitely different. At this point, it's about making sure we get ready as a team. From the first practice on, keep getting better and keep setting the tempo and tone for training camp. We're trying to get accustomed to some of the new faces coming in here, to some of the absences. It's great to see everyone. It just comes back to the same thing and making sure we feel comfortable as a team and can create something magical. Cassidy admitted, you can't replace a future Hall of Famer, a guy that's given his heart and soul to the Bruins. But we also feel we have young guys that are ready to step up. 
They have to do their part to be prepared and practice well these next eight, nine days and earn the right to get in those situations. That's the challenge for them. Off the ice, I do believe this is Cassidy again saying, we have lots of leadership in here. Z was great in that area, captain for 14 years. Never needed as a coaching staff to worry about that. But they still have Patrice, David Krejci, Tuka Rask, even mentioned Kevin Miller who's back and looks great. Back in the locker room, you feel more like a leader when you're with the group. We have Brad Marchand. We've got some younger guys that can grow into the role in Brandon Carlo and David Pasternak. When he's back, Charlie Coyle, Craig Smith, coming from an organization that knows how to win and works. We have good guys in the locker room, and that can continue the tradition that Z laid down here. Brad Marchand said, It's obviously an unfortunate part of hockey that you don't like. You create great friendships. You go through so much together, then one day it's over. Wish nothing but the best for Z. He's been an incredible teammate and leader and huge part of this organization. A huge part of why we won and turned the organization around. One of the best defensemen to ever play in our generation. But at the end of the day, the Bruins still have a job to do. Every year guys come and go and it's just a new chapter in this organization and more opportunity for other guys to step up. We need guys to seize that opportunity to step up and do more for this group. Speaking of who those guys are, Jacobs Borrell, Yerho Vakaninen are the younger guys who are getting a chance to step up. Uh, from what I saw of Jacobs Borrell, he was able to kind of contain Zach's initiation on a one-on-one drill, kind of got bodied a bit by Trent Frederick, so he's somewhere on that spectrum. Yerho Vakaninen, by all accounts, looked pretty solid in terms of defensive zone coverage and also first pass out of the zone. Those are two of the guys who are really going to be in competition for regular playing time, assuming Matt Grizzlick and Jeremy Lozon are already penciled in. I've kind of been thinking that it's always been assumed that Grizzlick and McAvoy would be on the top pairing, but perhaps you want to put Grizzlick back in that Tory Krug role on the second pairing alongside Carlo, maybe a Lozon McAvoy, and then Grizzlick Carlo to round out the top four. Um, again, that's going to be something that Bruce Cassidy is going to have to decide here as training camp goes on. Speaking of Kevin Miller, he did indeed make his return to the ice after being away for nearly 20 months following multiple surgeries on his twice broken kneecap. Matt Porter of the Boston Globe said he didn't look anywhere near game shape, but his presence apparently was a boost to his teammates. Marshan said it was awesome to see him. Almost got goosebumps watching him. Not only did he come back, but the form that he's come back, he's an absolute animal right now. So that kind of goes counter to the view from the press box, I guess. Keep in mind as well, Marchand and Miller have this hunting gear company, so perhaps there's a bit of uh, bias on Marchand's part, but uh, maybe I'm reading too much into it. Bergeron, for his part, said it was amazing. So happy to see him. Having him back around the locker room this morning was great. His work ethic is one of the best I've seen. Not surprised to see him the way he looked on the ice today. Looked great, skating well, looked strong. Really amazing thing to see him feeling like that. 
He's a big part of this team, always led by example, and he's been around for a while. Well-deserved, obviously. We all know and seen behind the scenes what he's been going through over the last 20 months. He's been through a lot. His perseverance and determination during that time has been inspiring. The Bruins did make a statement by signing him on the first day of free agency as Tory Krug was leaving the team. And, you know, it looks like he's going to be on that third pairing as the right side shot physical presence in that shutdown role that Zdeno Chara was hoped to have filled. Um, again, the view from the press box was that he looked a bit rusty, but these guys were pretty happy to see him back at least. And looks like he's going to take on more of a leadership role. The optics for Bruins fans, it isn't great, you know, having lost Chara and Krug and seeing the team commit to Miller and, yeah, really investing money and a roster spot on him. But by all accounts, he's a boost to the players and he's ready to get out there and just get physical and defend the net. And hopefully for everyone, it works out. Charlie McAvoy, it should be noted, he also had off-season surgery, a right knee arthroscopy, but his recovery wasn't lengthy and he's just back to normal. He said he feels good physically. He did skate with Lozon and Zborl during the first day of camp. Um, he has been skating since around November, so he's been feeling good and hasn't had any issues. So hopefully he said it stays that way. I think those were pretty much the big storylines from day one of training camp. And again, can't read too much into the lines and the defensive pairings. Still a lot of time for things to shake out in terms of what the opening night roster will look like. But those were kind of the highlights from day one. And uh, yeah, obviously we'll be keeping an eye on things here on day two as we get back into uh, yeah the regular swing of things with training camp. It's very exciting to see the Bruins back on the ice for sure. Before we move on to some news and notes from around the hockey world, let's talk for a moment about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes like Fiat and Kia and models like Pacifica and XT5, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry. You have your own computer with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, their prices are always reliably low and the same for professionals as well as do-it-yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. 
You should be sure to check out the Locked On NHL podcast. We're doing season previews over there, division by division, this week. And you can listen to the Eastern Division previews. I believe that was posted yesterday. Today is the North Division previews. So be sure to subscribe to Locked On NHL for all the latest around the league. Speaking of divisions, it appears as though the NHL has sold the division names for this season. We'll have the Scotia NHL North Division, the Honda NHL West Division, the Discover NHL Central Division, and the Mass Mutual NHL East Division. People were already kind of up in arms about selling ads for helmets. Now we have divisions named after companies. So yeah, make of that what you will. Um, Speaking of those divisions as well, the NHL did release start times for every game this season. So you can now go to the Bruins app and check out start times for their games. Obviously, the season opener will be January 14th against the New Jersey Devils at 7 p.m. And that will be in New Jersey. The Bruins will be back in action at 1 p.m. on Saturday, January 16th. Again, in New Jersey against the Devils. Their home opener will be Thursday, January 21st against the Philadelphia Flyers. Of course, no fans will be in attendance. Speaking of home games, the uh, AHL announced 28 teams will participate in an abbreviated season. The Providence Bruins will be playing their home games at the New England Sports Center in Marlboro, Massachusetts, as opposed to the uh, Dunkin' Donuts Center in Providence because of COVID-19 quarantine uh, protocols. Um, so that's something different for this season, of course. Elsewhere around the NHL, former Oilers coach John Muckler passed away Monday at age 86. He was the assistant and associate coach during the Oilers' first four Stanley Cup runs. And he was head coach during their fifth and final championship. He was, of course, the uh, head of hockey operations and head coach with the Sabres. Went on to become head coach of the Rangers and also general manager of the Ottawa Senators. Um, So condolences to his family and uh, a great hockey name. Uh, Very sad that he has passed on. Finally, I should mention the World Junior Final is set. Canada versus USA. That will take place tonight in Edmonton at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Arthur Kaliev scored the tie-breaking goal with 1.16 remaining in the third period as the U.S. defeated Finland to advance to the final. Canada shut out Russia by a score of 5-0. Canadian goaltender Devin Levi, who is a Panthers draft pick, Made 28 saves. He's now made 57 saves on all 57 shots in two games in the playoff round. He also had a 3-0 win against the Czech Republic on January 2nd. He's therefore tied with Justin Pogge for most shutouts for Canada at the World Juniors. Pogge went 6-0-0 for Canada back in 2006, prompting the... Maple Leafs to trade Tugarask uh, to the Bruins because they thought they really had something there in uh, Pogi. Levi said he's not playing for a shutout record, playing for a gold medal, so it doesn't really bother me. 
Looking forward to tomorrow, which would be tonight. Maybe it's something to look at after the tournament, but the job's not done yet. Should be a great game tonight, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be sure to be tuning in, and I hope uh, you all enjoy it as well. May the best country win. I think Canada is likely to win, but sometimes the grass is greener on the other side, and uh, the Americans might wear very well pull it out here tonight. That's it for today's episode of Locked on Bruins. We'll be back tomorrow with some more news and notes from training camp. I should add, Brad Marchand has shed that no-contact jersey, so he's skating in a regular jersey here on Tuesday and um, skating with Greg McKaig and Robert Lantosi, so kind of mixing things up. Uh, DeBrusque, Krejci Kasha, Richie Coyle-Smith remain intact, according to Connor Ryan. And, um, yeah, those look to be the middle two lines for the Bruins heading into opening night. I'm not really sure what that means for Anders Bjork, uh, but we'll see where he fits in, perhaps on the sidelines or part of the... No, he won't be part of the taxi squad, but at least an extra forward or possibly on the fourth line with Corrali and Wagner, Corrali Sinitian. We'll see how that all plays out. Um, but... Yeah, Marchand skating as Bergeron, perhaps in Group B this morning uh, to skate later on. Hope you're all doing well, having a great week. And I should mention also Grizzlick skating with Carlo today. So that kind of goes with what I said earlier. Grizzlick, Carlo, uh, Zborl or Lozon up with McAvoy. That really makes a lot of sense. Anyways, I digress. We'll get back to that tomorrow. All the updates from today. Um, at training camp again i hope you're all doing well having a great week thank you so much for your support please do subscribe if you haven't already and uh, we'll be back tomorrow with another episode of locked on boston bruins take care friends